Once again, I have so much to say. <laughs> I'm I'm overwhelmed. Like I'm just overwhelmed with all this stuff going on, like the wildfire smoke, the pandemic. Uh we've got court date on Monday. I'm feeling like just really just like overwhelmed not like in a bad way but just like just this huge huge influx of like thoughts and feelings and everything like it's just oh, like a tidal wave I went for a run like the last couple of days yesterday I, I biked for two hours on the stationary bike and then I ended up having a free bit of time last night so I ran five miles just along a trail I don't know if you can kind of hear like it in my throat but the smoke is so bad <clears throat> that I'm running a, like a, when I went for a run last night along the trail yeah you can totally hear it my voice it's like gravelly and I was wheezing like just it was barely detectable but like I could like I could feel it because I really know my body and I can hear like I feel it and I'm I'm going really slow. I was like running like nine minute miles. I just ran five miles. I was not working very hard. And just at the top of my breath, like there was this kind of like this little squeaky sound. I'm like, I'm actually wheezing. And I was looking around and obviously like sm- the smoke was like heavy, like a blanket. I couldn't see anything. There's no, I mean, the, no mountains, obviously, but I'm I'm talking like I couldn't see the trees across the dike. Like I couldn't see it was so heavy. I couldn't see the barn that I was running beside with, like I could see the meadow or I can see the, the, I don't know, what's it called? The acreage? The green, the green shed? Like the, the, the lawn? I don't know. What is it when cows are like in a, is it a meadow? I don't know what it's called. But I couldn't, I could see the a little bit of green, but I couldn't see like the barn. I couldn't see like the tractors. I couldn't see anything. It was all this huge, heavy gray blanket smoke and then last night I got a sore throat and I've had like this sore throat (laughs) I'm not complaining like I know that I can't even imagine what it's like down in California and Oregon and Washington State but uh, definitely feeling it and it was interesting today um, I wrote a post about my hair tonight and it wasn't I didn't actually write about what inspired the post what inspired the post was I was sitting here and I'm doing it right now. I'm like, I'm smelling my hair and my hair takes on, my hair takes on smells. Like, it's just like, it's, it's my, my hair is my, my hair is my tentacles. Like the way that I absorb my environment or feel the vibes, right? And so if I like, if I cook bacon, my hair smells like bacon. If I burn toast, my hair smells like burned toast. If I clean all day or if I run all day and I'm sweating, my hair will smell like outside and sweat. And so today I was just hanging out with the kids and I'm kind of smelling my hair. I'm like, it smells like a campfire. Like, you know, when you go camping and you're like, oh, my clothes and everything, my sleeping bag, my tent, everything smells like campfire. 
my hair smells like a fucking campfire. And I was like, we're actually living in a campfire right now. Like, we're we're living and breathing and running and working and we're in a campfire. It was just, like, isn't that just, like, a bit much? Isn't, isn't this all just a bit much? Sometimes, like, I walk, I went to, where did I go? I went to JISC today. I don't know if you guys have that in the States, but in Canada, it's kind of like Ikea. Do you guys have Ikea in the States? I don't even know if we have Ikea in the States, but we have this, it's just like a Swedish-Norwegian kind of store with cheap shit in it. (laughs) So I went there. I went in there looking for some paintbrushes because it's Jake's 20th birthday on Monday, and I wanted to... He's just kind of artistic and I'm poor. So to show him some love, I thought it would be a good idea if me and all the kids painted him like this. I bought this like huge canvas. It was like $12.99. And we just were just painting it. Painting it, playing his music while we're painting it, showing him some love. And so I went into Jisk and I got out of my van and I was like... <clears throat> it stinks and like everyone's wearing masks because there's a pandemic I'm like I don't know like anyone else talking about this like I feel like I'm the only one that's just kind of gobsmacked (laughs) like what the fuck is going on I don't know if it's my age like I'm 42 maybe if I was like 32 it'd be like oh yeah I don't know like maybe 32 year olds watched more scary movies and they're immune to it a little bit like they're desensitized but like I'm not desensitized to this it's weird it's really weird seeing masks and like smoke and like and then just everything it just feels like really overwhelming and it's kind of funny how not funny but like just going through a divorce in the middle of all this everyone feels gobsmacked and like desensitized and like incredulous and I feel the same way because I'm going through weird shit in my divorce and stuff like that and it's like it's actually working out well and that I don't feel so alone because we're all feeling the same feelings together so that's kind of working out but it's just weird shit anyway um there's like a lot of stuff like there's so much stuff in my head a really cool thing I have to tell you about so my van the Odyssey started making, I don't know when it was, maybe like four weeks ago. I, so I work weekends and it was a Saturday night. I worked on a Saturday and I drove home and my van started making this like really loud noise. And it always kind of makes this little noise all the time. Like there's like underlying like noise, right? But all of a sudden this, like it was super, super loud, like on a megaphone. It was like, I couldn't pull into a a regular parking lot without people staring like, whoa, your van's going to blow up. Like it was like that. I was like, like that. It was really loud. (laughs) So I was like, shit, but I'm okay. Like I'm okay with it being embarrassing for some reason. I'm okay with loud, you know, obnoxious sounds coming from my vehicle. As long as I can get from here to there, I'm good. Like I just need to keep working and keep moving my van from here to there. As long as it's not going to blow up, my brakes are going to fail or anything like that. So I messaged my cousin, Alex, and he used to work at Honda. So he would know exactly what it is. And I took a video of it and I sent it to him and he's like, that's power steering. 
so he's like, pop your hood. So I was actually in the middle of work on a Sunday morning. He's like, pop your hood. And then, so he, he's like, take a picture of it. And I sent it to him and he, he did like the little drawing thing. And he's like, this section over there, pulled, unscrew the cap, pull that open, take something and poke it through the mesh and just like relieve the pressure in that power steering kind of thing. I was like, holy shit. Okay. Fuck. Okay. I'm poking something in and I'm breaking something in my engine. I've never, I've never changed oil in my life. I've never changed a tire. Here I am popping the hood of my Odyssey and stabbing some weird tunnel with something so that it breaks something. And I'm like, okay, Alex, I'm totally trusting you. And then I did it and then I turned the engine on and it still made that really loud noise. And he's like, Ooh, sorry. I don't know what to do now. So I was like, well, in that little hole thing that I stabbed, there's like a liquid thing and it says max level and minimal, minimum level. And the, the fluid level is like below minimum. And he's like, well, yeah, go top it up with a power steering fluid. And I'm like, okay, where do I get that from? He's like, just get it from like, you know, can you tire any like auto shop stuff? So I went there and bought it and it was like five bucks poured popped the hood the boys watched me poured the stuff in the thingy and it went up to max and it hasn't made a sound since and I'm very excited so I've done that I also fixed our toilet our toilet was um was not flushing because there was some broken thing there was some broken thing and we had to like reach our hand into the cold water in the tank and like pull the chain up so that the little suction thingy went up and then it would flush but I realized it was like the flusher thing, like the handle that was broken. Like there's like this internal piece. And so I went to Walmart and I got the handle and this is so boring, but I want you to know that I am doing this. Like this is a big deal for me. It's a big deal. I've never fixed toilet. I've never fixed a minivan before in my life. And it's awesome. And like, don't, don't laugh because I know a lot of women will not leave their husbands or get divorced because they're like, I don't know how to write a check or I don't know how to pay the bills. Fuck, I pay the bills and write the checks. Like, no problem. I'm like, I'm like a dude in a girl body sometimes. Like, I'm, I've got it. It's fine. Like, I can totally handle that stuff. But when it comes down to actually, like, power steering fluid in the freaking, and then, like, inside of the toilet, like... I can I can plunge a fucking toilet, but I can't go in there and replace a handle with like the chain and like that's serious shit. <laughs> can't do it. And I did it. Amazing. Anyway. And then Chris, fuck, the cat, I he eats eams, iams, like the cat food and I was like, you know, I'm so poor cat. Like you're not going to eat better than we are. So I got him like no name brand kibbles. And he went on, he went on like a fucking dot, like he, he refused to eat it. He looked at us and he's like, I'm not fucking eating that shit. It's different colors. There's tri-colors in there and I only eat brown. And I was like, you know what? This is all you've got. (laughs) So we had like, we totally had like that chicken fight. What's it called? When you play the game of chicken and you're on like a log and you're like running along the log with big axes or something. I'm sure this is for real. And then one person jumps off the last second before they get chopped in half with an axe. Well, this is what we did with Chris. We're like, you know what? 
you have to eat the tricolored kibbles, no name brand kibbles, otherwise you're going to starve to death and you're excommunicated from my family. And it took like four days and he was hungry. But you know what? Have you seen Chris? He's obese. And I'm pretty sure that his body could eat itself for about three and a half months before he would start to wither away. So we were fine. It was all good. And now he's eating it. It's like, he loves the tricolored kibble, no name kibbles. It's all good. Um, what else? I was at work on Saturday and I, I barely got any sleep. I was at John's. We stayed up too late and I don't know, like his cat is so cute. And, and but he keeps us up all night long <laughs> because so like usually he'll he'll sleep but he knows that I'm there and then he gets all excited so he's like meow meow and he comes and he like I have to hide under the covers and he like tries to suck on my fingers and my nose and my hair and I'm like oh I can't sleep so I got like three hours of sleep that night and but totally worth it but then when I went to work in the morning, I was very haphazard with my body movements. <laughs> it sounds like poo, but it's not. My Just the way that I move my body. Like, you know, when you're really tired and you're just like, Ugh. So I I was emptying garbages and I kind of planted my feet and I twisted to the left. I'm doing it right now if you can't see me. And I picked up this garbage and boom, like I felt it in my right SI joint. It was like an electric shock. And I knew instantly. I'm like, there it goes. And so I, I, I like we're in the middle of this real estate office and like that, that fancy one that I tell you guys about and I'm on the carpet and I'm using the vacuum cleaner handle like post trying to like put my SI joint back in and I'm sure the cameras caught some really good footage of me with the vacuum cleaner. I tried so hard, but I couldn't, I just couldn't do it. So I called my physiotherapist who I have, he's been fixing me for 25 years and I worked there for a while too. So um, I got an appointment today and he fixed me all up and it's all good. Thank goodness. But that was a bit of a loophole and, but thankfully it worked out. Okay. What else can I tell you guys? <laughs> I'm talking nonstop. We have the JCC's or judicial court conference is on Monday and, um, I'm very hopeful that it's going to produce uh, a temporary agreement so that I get some child support and some sort of um, stepping stone so that I can get back into Abbotsford, which is not my favorite city, but it's my goal because it's going to get me closer to my older kids and get kind of more like a stable living situation. So I'm very, very looking forward to Monday and very hopeful. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, it feels tense though. Like it feels like there's like this buildup. Um, I've been listening to a lot of podcasts that are, have been really helpful for me dealing with, um, just dealing with conflict and, uh, I feel like I've been doing a really good job at just staying, um, just staying positive, staying, uh, like, do you know the term, uh, to act as if my mom actually told me, she taught me this term years ago. Uh, whenever I would struggle with something, she's like, you know what? You just act as if blah, 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 blah. And then the circumstances will tend to, you know, step up and meet you where you're at. So like, um, I've been really focusing on that. Like just, 
I want Andrew and I to get along and be be like teammates. And it's funny because Callum said something to me. He's like, so like he's, he's trying to use, like use us against each other, like pit us against each other. Because he's like, mommy, so daddy's your teammate, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. Well, daddy has this game on his phone. So if he's your teammate, then you should put it on your phone. And I was like, wow, it's already started. It's going to be a long... 18 years, 14 years, 12 years for Callum. But it was just kind of cool that Callum said that though. Like if daddy's on your team and I'm like, you know what? Give myself a little bit of a backpack, back, backpack there because he's obviously getting the vibes that, um, like I don't want him to feel like there's any fighting or conflict. And I just been really focusing on the good stuff, you know, and it feels so much better just to be kind and like any shit that comes up. Yeah, there's tons of it, but just look away. Like, don't pay any attention to that. Just focus on the good stuff. And like, um, I've been going through my photos and, and my music and just like sending Andrew like funny photos of us or photos of the kids and, you know, like that's that's life you know like it's just like let's stay focused on what matters let's stay focused on what made us happy and let's stay focused on what what we were like who we were when we created these kids you know like like this is life hurt like it's hard but I don't know it doesn't help to pretend that nothing ever happened you know like it I think I know it's tempting for us to do that sometimes. Like let's just shove it all down and pretend that that we never cared. But I think it takes like this deep strength to stand there and say, Yeah, I did care. I did care and I I did love and here we are, you know? And there's I don't know how to put this into words, but like, I don't really understand why I'm able to be strong and like get through this right now. Like, I think about what I've been through and how I'm sitting here and the sliding door is open and I'm breathing in secondhand smoke because like people smoke here all day long. There's like prostitutes and crackheads and like people that walk below our balcony all the time there's like ambulances and fire trucks that come here all the time we live in a really bad area I am not saying that I'm not grateful for where we live right now I'm just saying like I left everything behind and I came here because it was my last resort and not that I'm ungrateful or you know, like, I get tempted sometimes to think that I'm ungrateful. Like, I'll look at the, the, the stains on the carpet when we get out of the elevator toward the my apartment door. Or I'll, like, open it up and be like, oh, there's a secondhand smoke again. And I'll feel, like, this sinking feeling. Or, like, when I'll talk to Andrew and he won't let us get clothes for the boys or my stroller from 20 years ago. And I'll get, like, that heavy feeling, like, of despair it happens and it's like a wave that washes over me. But then I think, is this the wave that I want to catch? Like, am I riding that? 
how about I just let that one go? And every time that I let it go, I think about what this has cost me. So like, yeah, it's difficult and it still is. Like we came here, we came here with nothing. Like I, I literally packed up the minivan maybe three times with some patio furniture I don't know why, and it's so weird how I picked, I packed up, um, Joel Smith's artwork because it means so much to me and like Chris Farley and David Spade artwork. It's so funny how I would pick that out of like a microwave and a toaster and like dishes and, um, I'm not sure what that says about me. (laughs) Maybe I'm irresponsible and immature, but I just, like, yeah, we had no furniture. We had like patio we had a couple of patio chairs and we got here and I was like I just can't like I I just can't believe that I just can't believe the strength that it took oh, I sound like I'm arrogant right now but I think I feel like it should be okay for us to acknowledge strength sometimes like I think it's okay I just I just, I, and I, I feel like totally humble and gobsmacked and like deer in headlights when I'm telling you this. And I hope that you can hear me and feel me right now. I honestly don't know how I did it. Does that make sense? Like in retrospect, everything that I've been through, I have like this huge Amazon woman cry in my throat. But like I look back and think like, wow, um, just doing what I did, like how did I and here I am and like and maybe on Monday the court thing won't get me anything or anywhere and maybe we'll, we're gonna be here over Christmas and we're gonna can't try not to cry maybe we'll put a Christmas tree in the corner of our family room here and I'll have my family here in this stinky ass apartment <laughs> but that is everything because the the most important part of that sentence is that I'm going to have my family here, you know? And yes, it's a stinky ass apartment, but the most important thing is that I'm going to have my family here. And I know that they they're behind me and I honestly like the support and kindness and love from people around me. Like I I don't feel like I deserve it. And I'm not being, like, self-deprecative. I'm just saying, like, I just don't... I don't know. Like, I think we've all been through those uh, points in our lives where grace kind of grew in the cracks. And we're like, wow, I didn't expect that. You know, like, just really, really, really feeling grateful. And uh, lately just kind of been getting grumpy about, you know, being here still. And... I don't want to cast, I don't want to put all my eggs in the basket for Monday and, and thinking like, oh, on Monday, you know, I'm going to get all the answers and we're going to get our house back or we're going to sell, he's going to have to sell the house and I'll get child support and we're going to be okay. It's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Everyone says, oh yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. It's like, I don't know. You just never know, you know? And I don't want to live like that. I just want to live, um... I'm just kind of just like day by day, like one day at a time and just doing the best that I can right now with what I've got. And so far, 
so far it's working um yeah and I don't know like I just I do have like really amazing high like highs in my life when I have the boys they're just like when we go to bed they they're sleeping right now but to get them to sleep they're like on top of me on one side of the bed or we go sit outside on the balcony and they can't they they both want to sit on top of me like they don't want to sit beside me they don't want to sit close to me they want to sit on top of me they're fighting for cuddling and I remember you know, before all this started, I was like, oh no, I'm so tired. Like I feel so emotionally worn out. Like I just want space. And then now I think, I think I told you guys in a podcast once I had this like moment where I decided, you know what, I'm just going to let them, whenever they ask, I'm just going to say, I'm always going to say yes. Like put down whatever I'm doing and say yes. And I've been doing that. And so tonight that happened and I was like, up and inside I was like I don't want like I just want to do my own thing and listen to music like this is the first time that I've sat down all day I was like okay I'm doing it and they sat on top of me and watched their shows and played their games and it was euphoric I was like I am such a lucky woman you know like these boys are absolutely incredible human beings all my kids are just like phenomenal like I'm reading Jake's papers that he's sending in for his classes at university. And then Freddie's working full time. You know, like I just love our conversations and Katie's doing awesome with her schooling too. In grade 10, I'm talking to all her teachers and how much they love her. And she's just like, my kids are just like, I just feel so feel so happy, you know, and even Katie and Jake both texted me yesterday and they're like, oh, we ran into Kyla, which is my stepdaughter. So Andrew's oldest daughter. And I'm not sure if I'm going to get into trouble with this, but like, whatever. I love Kyla. And I was like, okay, yeah. And how is she doing? And they're like, oh, we just, you know, Katie's like, oh, we just kind of asked how each other was doing. and It was all good. And I'm like, that's awesome. I'm like, oh, like, I just, I, I'm just really proud of everybody, you know? I'm just, I just, like, my heart feels full. And once in a while, I get tripped up on the fucking secondhand smoke that I breathe in. <laughs> we all breathe in here. It's like, but it's kind of, I don't know. Oh, yeah. And then Callum and I played, sna- uh, not Snakes and Ladders, Shoots and Ladders tonight. And we played, I don't know if you guys remember, if anyone's listening, that you guys watched my Instagram videos back in March, April. But Callum and I had this uh, ritual where when Jesse would go to bed every night, Callum and I would stay up and play Shoots and Ladders. And I, for some reason, I documented it all the time because it was like, I don't know, just... like we were all shut down like we didn't go remember we didn't leave the house we were totally quarantined and you know and so it just felt really good to like connect with other people on social media just like hey you know this is the this is our world we exist and yeah and so like I was like Callum 
like we kind of, I, I make sure to just kind of spend some time with him, but I've been more spending time with him doing homeschooling stuff. Cause I don't know if I told you guys this, but I'm homeschooling Callum right now, just because we're living in a different city and the catchment school in our area is going to be very, very dodgy and just, there's too many changes going on in his life. So I'm not, I'm not desperate to like shove him into a, a grade one class in our local area. It's just not important and I think it'd probably be more detrimental to him than anything so I'm hopeful that Monday um the judge will kind of order the sale of the house and child support so we can kind of move back you know to Abbotsford to our area and then come and start going to school which would be awesome because I'm not a very good teacher but in the meantime we're making it work so I'm homeschooling him and I totally forgot where I was going with this (laughs) <laughs> I was telling you a story. Anyway, it's homeschooling is really difficult, but it's like it's fun and rewarding and he is so smart and like oh yeah, I know what I was going to say. So like I spend time with him one-on-one homeschooling, but like we haven't been spending one-on-one time really having fun. Just just he and I, you know? Like we used to with shoots and ladders or whatever. And so tonight he's like, "Mommy, can you play a game with me?" I'm like, "Why don't we play shoots and ladders? Remember like when we used to play shoots and ladders all the time?" He's like, "Yes." So we got that out and we played shoots and ladders and it was really awesome. And I just need to do that more often. I need to do that more often. Definitely. Yeah, so I'm blabbing on and on and I think I have so many other things to talk about, but I'm just going to I think I'm just going to wrap it up and I hope that you guys are not bored to death by my drivel and I hope that somehow you relate to everything that I'm saying not everything but something and you feel less alone and that's my goal that is literally literally my goal so that um you guys don't feel so alone and I know like it makes me feel good too knowing that I'm not alone but I already know I'm old I'm 42 I get people telling me things all the time. That's something that I've always had for some reason. I've had, like, I hold, I hold so many secrets inside of my brain and my heart. People will tell me things like really huge secrets that could make them or their husbands lose their jobs and change their whole entire lives. But they're like, I just trust you. Like, you seem like you wouldn't judge or like, I'm just going to tell you this. And then if that's what they're saying, then I want to be that person. I'm going to keep being that person because what a relief. Like I totally put myself in that position. What a relief to be able to tell somebody something that you're carrying all by yourself and then they can carry it with you or just like hold it with you or just like, Hey, like I'm standing here in this spot with you. You're not alone. What a gift. That's what I want. I'm going to just like stand here with you and, and hold it. Because life's shitty. It's weird. It's fucked up. (laughs) Anyway, so from one human to another, I hope you guys all have an awesome night tonight. Happy September. It's raining outside right now. I hope you guys are breathing clear air. If not, then I hope hope it's soon. And um, lots of love. Have a good night, you guys.